the human torch was denied a bank loan the human torch was do you get that reference am i just doing this for me oh no i don't i don't get it it's uh the beginning of uh anchorman oh my god oh yeah shit man it's been years it's been yeah. years i don't remember yeah i mean i mean i obviously know like the the like smelly pirate hooker and all that shit but i don't remember <laughs> that one okay that's <laughs> fine all right i'm doing the intro now Welcome to Pop Culture To Do, the podcast where two friends give each other a to-do list of movies, TV shows, books, whatever to watch, read, listen to, etc. I am one of your hosts, Greg. With me, as always, is the shiny Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and this week, we are going to be talking about the 2017 Russian film, loveless or as i have been accidentally referring to it all week love loss okay. i know i know i know <laughs> okay. that was a movie that anthony has seen that he wanted me to check out mm-hmm. so i did before we talk about that i wanted to mention to you because i don't know if you've seen this yet mm-hmm. uh they have started casting knives out too Yes, I did. I did yeah. see. Obviously, I know that uh, Craig is back, but I know that also Dave Batista is going to be in it. That's what I, yeah. I heard somewhere. They, they've got a. They've announced four <laughs> people outside of Craig. Who's the other? The other two, or uh, the other ones? They have uh, Edward Norton. Okay, interesting. Janelle Monae. Nice. And Catherine Hahn. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, like it's okay, a it's a good place. cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. bought the next two. Next two? Yeah, they. I think they spent like ten or twenty million dollars on the next two. Fuck. Okay. I wonder if Ryan Johnson ever saw this to be like more than one. Like, I know obviously he planned a second one, but a third. I think his idea, from what I've read, which makes sense to me, is that he wanted to do sort of like the Agatha Christie novels, Murder on the Orient Express, uh, Death on the Nile, all that, where it's one detective with different cases. I don't know how many he planned to make, mm-hmm. but it seems to be something where he's like, well, I'll make one and hopefully I'll get to make more. I really hope that Knives Out 2, though, is just the working title because that I don't even think that applies to this. Oh, uh, they, they've confirmed uh, that it's not going to be called Knives Out 2. It's going to have its own name. Okay, yeah, you could just say like it. it's in the same universe, if you will, but Knives Out mm-hmm. 2... Like the title just does it doesn't apply to this family. Exactly. You know? Although if they did call it Knives Out Two, I'd hope it'd be Knives Out Two back in the stab it. <laughs> I wrote that yesterday. Amazing. <laughs> oh my <laughs> I'm happy that you that you that you you wrote it down. <laughs> well I didn't write it down. I came up with it. I'm like, oh I have to make that joke. I tested oh, yeah. it on Sam, and she was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I don't know if she knows Sister Act, so I don't know if she knows, like, that there is a Sister Act 2 back in the habit. Oh, for real? Oh, okay, okay. If she does, and then she just didn't find me funny. But I'm hoping that she doesn't, and she still thinks I'm funny. I'm sure she thinks you're funny. I hope so. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I need. That's awesome. I, I can't. I, I will admit I wasn't particularly a fan of the first one, but I'm still I do want to check out the second one. 
because I love Daniel Craig. You are wrong, but I respect you being wrong. Ah, it's okay. The first night's out was great. Uh, I don't know. I was just really like lukewarm on it. I don't know. But I will say this. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was gonna say something I forgot, <laughs> but uh, I am. I, I am interested to see like how this new like what this new story will be what this new case will be the new family the dynamic because obviously we know from the first knives out that the family dynamic was like really problematic right which mm -hmm. is kind of like which was what made the first story kind of thing yeah. so I, I i just hope it's not like this a similar idea where well i don't think another... they're going to do family again oh okay then like i think it's just going to be a mystery okay maybe yeah because if they did it another family it would just that that's bad writing yeah no it is it's it's that's redundant and i'm pretty sure rj art ryan johnson is also writing directing this yeah 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 okay, so. the stipulations to getting the two sequels was he had to write and direct both and daniel craig had to be in both nice those were what he wanted it's what both sides wanted, but it's like in the contract now. So if they go in a different direction, whatever legal shit, you know. Contract, yeah, exactly. Contract. Contract, motherfucker. Which, which is why Daniel Craig keep keep keeps doing more and more James Bond movies because he's still contractually obligated to do them. Is he? But wait, no, didn't he say that like No Time to Die would be his last? Yes, but he's also said that about like all of them. He did say that about all of them stop signing contracts <laughs> or the one well it might be that this one is the last one on his contract but okay. i remember when he was doing press for specter it was the very specific quote of he said i would rather slit my wrists than do another movie i'd like to see those wrists now <laughs> <laughs> i mean fuck <laughs> yeah whatever it's money it's money yeah. At least if you, if you, I mean, obviously, I can understand if he wants to stretch his muscles and do other things. I definitely understand that. But at least mm -hmm. right now, especially like pandemic wise, you can at least guarantee, like, at least I'm able to live a little bit, you know, yeah, with for sure. money. So I'm sure he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah. And you said you had something you wanted to bring up as well before we dove in. Yes. Yes. Uh, my bit, my little tidbit of news is a little tidbit tidbit is because i'm i'm semi-following um robert eggers project the northman which mm -hmm. uh has a stellar cast yeah we talked about it a few weeks ago yeah yeah and i'm like uh, just from the cast alone and like one like uh behind the scenes photo like i'm 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 in plus i'm a i'm a, I'm a huge uh robert eggers fan i loved his two his two last films oh yeah they they're both very good Oh, fantastic, fantastic films. And finally, we, we got, I guess, it, maybe it's a projected release date. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's actually set in stone. But, okay, it says here, Focus Features, which I guess is the ones producing it, said that Robert Eggers' new film, The Northman, is set to release for April 2022. Okay. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, if they're making it now, it'll take about a year. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I hopefully like theaters are safe again in that time and I can go experience it in the theaters, but either way, I would love to, uh, I'd love to check this out. 
Because mm-hmm. his visuals look really good on the big screen. They do, you know. No, I've seen both of his movies in theaters, and, like, they're really good. Fantastic, yeah. Like, both are, especially, like, when you have that aspect ratio from um, from The Lighthouse, from The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. It, it, oh, man. Yeah, it looks a lot more awkward on a TV than it does on the big screen. It it does, you know. And nothing against it on the TV, but like like when you're when you've got a screen that big in front of you, it doesn't hinder in any ways. It enhances. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It's so good, and it really like just immerses you in this whole like the the whole of uh, madness and, and atmosphere of the film, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, obviously, that aspect ratio works for like the whole concept and setting of the film. So, yeah, what a great fucking movie! Yeah, what a great movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so good. Yes. Speaking of great movies, have you watched anything else uh, before before the topic? Anything else anything this week else. that's been good or read anything or jumped really high? I mean, last year, last year I jumped pretty high. <laughs> Uh, have I watched it? I'm honestly, I've just been because I've been just very busy. Mm-hmm. Intentionally, haven't started anything like new, because I'd like to kind of just clear up my schedule and my mind so I can kind of take in new information. Yeah. But uh, like, I haven't really. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I haven't, I haven't watched any new films aside from like anything outside of this podcast. I haven't watched any new films. I've just really, really been binging superstore with my fiance because we're we're in the thick of it and it's it's a really great show awesome yeah really really great wait but wait hold on there was something else i had to there was something else hold on uh while i'm looking for my thing have you have you uh nothing nope nothing (laughs) i only watched this movie today Wait, which one? Loveless? Loveless. You watched it today? I watched it this morning. I, w- I woke up at 6.30. I did some chores, and then I watched it. Gotta love your dedication, man. <laughs> Jeez. Busy week? Not especially. Like, I filmed my next video. I was really tired a couple days this week. Like, you know, whatever. I was just, just a lazy week. It was a... I get it, man. It was an unproductive week in a lot of ways compared to how I have been lately. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It happens. Is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it, it happens, you know. Sometimes... Despite our love for film, sometimes you're just not in the mood to, to watch it, you know? Oh, yeah. Th- this, because I only watched the movie today, if I hadn't, this podcast, I wouldn't have canceled it. I would have been like, let's talk about burnout. But luckily, that's not what it is, because this movie is more interesting than us complaining about being busy. Yeah, exactly. And especially because now I'm very curious, because usually, like, well, I don't know, I don't know about you, but usually I, I try and get, like, a couple of days between having watched whatever it was mm-hmm. uh, and, and the podcast just so I could really let it sink in. But now you, as far as I know, this might be the first time you're coming in completely fresh. Yeah. So Yeah, to the podcast, yeah. Usually I watch it at the latest Friday night. Okay, so there's still some time for you to, like, digest, you know? Yeah. So this is going to be really interesting because usually – as far as I've known you, usually you like to digest it first before you really get into talking about it. So I cannot wait to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> so you said you haven't watched anything new. You want to just dive right into the uh, the topic? You have you have a lot to say? 
Yeah, let's dive in. Okay, let's start it. We're going to be talking about the movie Loveless. Take it away. Russian film, 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to give us the plot of the movie. Spoilers, because I'm going to throw them spoilies in there. Big time. So, uh, listeners, if you want to see a really good, I, in my opinion, I really like this movie. Russian film, pause, watch it, come back. And uh, if you have seen it, or if you don't care about spoilers, here is the movie. It's about a couple, and they have a kid, and the kid's like, whatever. And then the couple, they are having marital issues. They're trying to sell their place. They're trying to move on because they are both having extramarital affairs with other people. Then the kid vanishes because they're bad parents. They lose them. Like, like they just both go see the people they're cheating on each other with in the same night and no one watches the kid. You don't even see what happens to the kid. Yeah. And then they look for him. The cops don't want to help at first. Then they look for them on the, on the zone. Then they get help from the cops. And then some time passes and they never find the kid. They don't, don't know for sure if he's dead or not. And they both move on with their lives. Is that the plot of the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, with, the, with of course, uh, the spoilers. That, that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that is the plot of the movie. Yeah. I completely understood this movie. I did not watch it with subtitles. <laughs> is that a joke? No. <laughs> the subtitles weren't working when I tried watching it, and I didn't have time to find another way to watch it or to fix it because I had other stuff to do before we started recording. So I just decided to watch it in Russian with no subtitles and see if I could understand the film. And that that is the testament to the quality of the craft of this film, that I completely understood it through the camera and the acting. Like, no, no dialogue... I didn't even, like, because I couldn't understand it, I didn't even have the volume that loud. Oh, okay, yeah. And, like, I think that, like, I enjoyed this movie. I think in terms of, like, rankings of missing kids films, mm-hmm. I'd put that, like, in the middle. Okay. It might I might have put it higher if I understood what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But the fact that, like, it is, like, it's a testament to how good this movie is that I understood it yeah for sure because i did not look up the synopsis before watching it i did not look it up after watching it because i wanted to see if i actually understood the movie oh now i completely understand why you asked me (laughs) oh shit oh man okay oh man okay first of all i i know i i know that you had something to say first but i will oh that was it that was it that was it Okay, okay. That's a straight-up king move on you, man. Holy <laughs> crap. You watched a Russian film. Russian is, I think, one of the most, the hardest languages to not only learn, but, like, I think understand. And I, I completely 1,000% agree with you that should you maybe not have access to subtitles, you should still watch this because you can still figure out where the characters are getting from point A to point B. Yes, there are important little things of dialogue that kind of enhance the experience, but if if like in your case where it's just not working, I'm just so 
like relieved and happy that you still enjoyed the journey. Yeah. And I think, I think that is sort of the innate power of cinema is that it can connect to people in so many ways. Yeah. And just, you know, the directing in it was so good. The, the way they shot and lit everything, like I could, and I don't mean to say it as if this film is predictable, but just like no, no, a no. scene would begin and I'd pause it and I'd call in uh, Sam and I'd be like, Sam, look at, look at the screen. They're about to have a fight that'll be the entire, in the first two, two three minutes of the film, like they're going to have a fight and it's going to be uh, the reason why they're getting separated. Mm. And she's like, how do you know that? I'm like, look at how it's lit. They're both barely lit. You can not really see their faces. You know, it's very yeah. dark. In the previous scene, she was showing their place to another couple. Guaranteed they're breaking up. It's either a money yeah. thing or a cheating thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you went in you went you went in blind? I guess you didn't uh Yeah, I had no idea what the movie was about. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh for first of all, I, I have to say like I'm like I'm really like really getting into this guy's work because mm -hmm. I was I'm a massive fan of his I think it was either 2013 or 14 I think 2014 his film Leviathan oh I've heard of that yeah uh, it's a fucking brilliant film and uh, like this film there are a lot of traces of like governmental issues like the Russian government mm -hmm. and how it it affects like fam familial life and I, I see a lot of that. There's, there's obviously like a, a, like a direct correlation between his work and how he views his, his own government. Mm -hmm. Because both this and Leviathan has a lot of, lot to do with those concepts. Yeah. Well, just the, the one scene after the kid disappears, and they're talking to a police officer, and they're taking pictures and stuff. But I could tell, like, they weren't having a conversation where the cop was like, oh, yeah, we're going to find the kid right away. It was very much a, like, eh, we're not going to help you until it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. But 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 the, the thing, what I love so much about this movie is the fact that, and I hate saying this, but it's kind of like, there's a point where we we kind of also forget about the kid and that we're kind of focusing on their marriage the breaking up as well which is the point and, and you exactly yeah you yeah because you can tell that like and like these parents are bad parents because even like in the the last two three scenes they've both moved on he and his uh the the man and uh his new wife or girlfriend or whatever who is pregnant during the majority of the movie have a kid now yeah. and you can tell he's not paying like he's not looking at his kid like he's just letting the kid like oh, you can tell that he's just not a guy who actually gives a shit about being a dad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's true now i have a question for mm -hmm. you um oh fuck because well, well maybe you picked up on it okay so you know there, there's a part in the movie where, you know, obviously he's missing, but you also have to kind of take in the hard truth that maybe he's mm -hmm. dead. So they go to a morgue 
and they the one of the uh, morgue workers or whatever um shows the two parents a kid mm -hmm. who has been who's you know decomposed and whatever it's a very tough scene but i don't know if you caught on to this but like the mom says it's not him i had the feeling because and and this is again going to the directing they don't show a clear close-up of the body to confirm to us the audience that it is or isn't that kid yeah it's like half a second yeah it's half a second it's there's no close-up on the face it's from the side so you only see like the profile of the of the decomposing body it's yeah. very much left open in the camera work so i assumed that's what they were doing exactly yeah yeah but i do have a question mm -hmm. for you because there i i because i watched this with um my fiance maymay and we kind of think that maybe it was their kid but she was just like in maybe like just too much denial or she's kind of saying it's not him it's not him but the reason why she explodes with so much sadness is because that what if it is him and this was caused from her neglect mm. i i you think know? that is an interpretation i think it is very yeah. much supposed to be either way i don't and again you know this is coming from the fact that i didn't watch it with an understanding of the language yeah i don't like that does like it doesn't matter it's whatever we feel it is yeah yeah no yeah. i just wanted to know your opinion i don't have one oh, yeah, okay. because <laughs> again there's there's a, enough vagueness to it especially the way i watched it yeah yeah hmm. it yeah it's definitely it's it's a it's a bleak it's a very tough movie i will say mm -hmm. sorry it's it's not because not like content wise like it's, it's nothing like explicit but it's you know it's like the same kind of ideas like why blue valentine is very hard to watch it's, yeah it's it's emotionally it's, raw yeah it's very very you know and it's funny because you know for i, I would actually almost compare the two like like if you like one you might like mm -hmm. this kind of thing you know yeah. um you know it, it, yeah and and i do feel like like I don't know, like my folks divorced, but it was it obviously it was never like this. But there are because I am a child of divorce. I there's a there's like pieces I can con mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. connect to, you know. So that's why, like I I like I really really I love this film, you know I really do, and uh, I would love to go back on his on his other catalog like his filmography but mm -hmm. uh, enough about me I want to know more about what you thought oh well like I said like it's extremely good the performances are very real like there's none of that like Oscar baby like blah 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 cry 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 in an extreme way like it all feels very human you can tell that the this couple do not love each other do not like each other at this point and yeah. you don't really understand it's why fucking hard like you you never see why you just see that they don't and they've both found someone else yeah they've kind of just yeah. splintered and you know and none I would, of the scenes I was, to I me oh, yeah. no no sorry I, I was just gonna say like 
I would actually go on to say like they it feels like they fucking hate each other. Yeah. And again, didn't actually understand any of the dialogue, but none of the scenes ever felt like that, like, oh, you did this to me. Yeah, well, you did this to me that you see in movies. Like it No, 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 none of that. Whatever that has happened, it is just subtext for what is actually going on. Yeah. And I yeah. really appreciate that. Oh. Yeah, it's funny though, because like um I, I can help you out with some of the some of the dialogue. Like maybe like pieces will make sense. It's cause the 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 it's weird because we from the get-go we kind of see this weird cold connection between mm -hmm. uh the mother and the child. And oh, yeah. you know, and and the reason for that is that because she explains later on to her new uh her new guy that she essentially is a product of lovelessness like her mother didn't i don't i from what i remember her mother didn't love her so you have mm -hmm. you have like that kind of trickle down into her character and it makes a lot of sense as to why there's this kind of almost like disdain for her and her kid because you, yeah, she, a I, for me, the way, yeah, you know. So, it's kind of like you have to ask the question: like, could love, could like a, being a product of someone who did not love you, what does that do for you? What, like, if that's all you have to learn from, like, mm -hmm. are you doomed as a human being? Do you? How do you fucking pass that down to your kid? Like, how do you teach them about yeah. that? You know. And especially uh, the fact that by the end of the movie, they've both moved on. They seem to just be living their lives as a separated couple. And then the last yeah. two shots are just uh, an old post missing kid poster of the kid and just something he threw in a tree before he disappeared. What, that, uh, that like, scarf? I can't remember. It's a it's like some like there was like construction or something and so there was so there was an area that had been like taped off yeah yeah and yeah. He, mm -hmm. he took that and threw it in a tree in the first scene and the last shot is just I that, love that there it's yeah. like that's all he is now they've given up they've moved on from this kid yeah his, his memory is yeah, trash yeah. it's yeah it's god that's fucking rough but it's true and like 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 that along with uh, like I'm just saying another one at random but like like uh, I feel like Loveless is a like one of like a, a perfect example of like 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 amazing bookends just like oh, Sound is, of yeah. Metal was right just like Sound of Metal where we have like we have like the same kind of image but like it, it this means something different now entirely yeah. You know? Oh man. Um yeah. Uh, I, it's funny though because I like it, it's weird though how like the kid literally just we like disappears completely. The 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 the, the film like never I I guess in any other kind of film well, prisoners didn't do this either, but like I like it when like if somebody's going missing, we like we never once saw what they're doing like we never saw their timeline mm -hmm. we were mm -hmm. always focused on the parents you know yeah uh, prisoners and... did that gone baby gone did that 
Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, and, and it's funny because all three stories, like they're all showing like different, it's not, they're never, they're never similar, you know? No, 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 yeah. And yeah, and especially with prisoners and Loveless being like parents looking for their kid, mm-hmm. like whereas Gone Baby Gone was, we're always focused on the detective. But even with prisoners and Loveless, I love like how the parents are both breaking down, but like in different ways. Yeah. You know? And it's it's weird because I feel like in a lot of ways, like the child represents their love and how it just never came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Right? 100%. Ooh, there, was a, there was a good bit where uh, where they were looking for him and then the, the two of them are driving on like a dirt road and they get into an argument and the dude just pulls over and makes her get out of the car. Yeah. It's like, damn, you guys really don't give a fuck about each other. Because that's that's some, like, I don't respect you as a human level of shittiness. Yeah, that it's, that's, it's really crazy when you mention that. Because it's, like, this is someone, like, you started a family with. And now they're, they are, like, viewed as less than nothing to you. Mm-hmm. That's something. Fuck. Yeah, no, like, like it had some pretty heavy moments in it, like one hundred percent. Yeah, but I will say that I appreciate because I make jokes on this podcast and in our real life that all you like is horror and bleak sadness. Nothing about yeah. it felt bleak. Nothing felt like every like it was a emotional film, but it didn't feel like a nihilistic thing like you often talk about when we talk about yeah uh, movies and i told you that i don't i don't just like horror <laughs> yeah but but be honest wouldn't you have liked this movie more if someone got decapitated absolutely <laughs> kidding but um <laughs> but I, I i think that's why i like it i i love this movie because of how it, it's not nihilistic because it's not talking about like oh love is bullshit mm-hmm it's always between these two yeah yeah everything that's happening is between these two people mm-hmm. and i don't know like i i i love i loved like even like this movie too by the way had great atmosphere yeah right mm-hmm. it, it it you felt the cold russian air yeah big time and uh i did think several times of prisoners while watching it because of that look to it, that feeling to the it. Aesthetic, yeah. yeah. Whereas like like it is they are very different films. But I do think that like if you do, were to draw a Venn diagram, it would be like one circle would be prisoners, one circle would be like you said, uh Blue, Blue Valentine. Valentine, and then right in the middle would be Loveless. It would exactly. be yeah. it's yeah, it is kind of like uh uh, it is kind of like uh, Blue Valentine and, and Prisoners had a weird bleak baby. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, um, no, it, yeah. It, it's this great like, re- realness balance to it. And, you know, you get that in, in a lot of ways from the way the camera moves. It, it's yeah. very fluid. Yeah. It's not a lot of 
It's not a ton of like static shots, but it's also never like handheld either. Because I feel like people to try to make things feel real, they'll often go handheld. But yeah. I personally feel that like steady cam movement looks more like how we see the world, where things like even when you're moving fast, there is a certain uh, smoothness to the way you move, to the way you see the yeah. movement, unless you're like super hardcore running. So like I I really like the way it was shot because of that. It really just worked for me. me. Yeah, it kind of it it kind of it's weird because like like the camera kind of makes you feel like you're this person kind of looking in. So there would never be mm -hmm. the need for like this handheld because we're never like we are obviously looking through the movie like through their perspectives, but we're we're also kept at a distance. Like mm -hmm. we're never let in onto the relation in, into the relationship, which is good because. Yeah. Nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be part of that relationship. <laughs> no, but I will say that Blue Valentine uh, utilized handheld very well. Let's not discount. Oh that. yeah, it, it it did. Like not to discount that at all, but no, no, I yeah. think I think more often than not, the way handheld is used. And I'm not here going oh shaky cam or whatever, but just handheld, I feel is used as a crutch to portray quote-unquote realism it's like oh look how raw this film is because we've got a handheld camera right up on their face like i think that's yeah. part of the like i i like the movie half nelson for example but i think the handheld in that is ridiculous thank you that's how i feel like i think i think it's cinematography would have worked better if it was done in the style of blue velvet or even this where you know, you still have that no, blue fluid motion. Yeah, blue blue Valentine, yeah. yes. Ah, no, fuck it. Shoot it like blue velvet. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah, no, just because isn't it the same DP? Is it? I, I thought you told me that. I don't remember. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I, I I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you, man. We've been friends for what, like eight years? Maybe more. Yeah. I don't remember every conversation we've had at all. Like, I don't remember half the conversations we've had this week. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm uh, also looking it up. Let's see who finds it faster. Because... Dun -dun. I'll cast dun -dun. Dun -dun. Dun -dun -dun. Cinematography. Yeah, this guy also did Half Nelson. Well, he, he did, did a much he, better Nelson. job. Hello? He did Half Nelson. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. He also yeah. did Succession. Which, as far as I know, isn't a handheld. No, he did not do Pines. No. He, he uh, okay, okay. I thought he did. He was going to, and then he said he couldn't because he had a dream that he died making the movie. Well, yep. Okay. And then so, uh, the guy yeah. who uh, did shoot Pines, because you know how Pines opens with that long take that goes like into the into the motorcycle cage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first two takes they did of that, someone on a motorcycle fell on him.
<laughs> yeah. So like the guy had a dream where he died making this movie and you know, there's a situation that might have killed him. Yeah. Oh god, that's so fucking frightening. But also talking about place to be on the pines again. <laughs> it's been a minute. Been a minute. Oh man, the uh Also, I I can remember the fact that this guy had a dream, but I can't remember any conversations we've had this week. That's fucking sad. <laughs> I mean, look, that's a pretty interesting thing to keep on record. I mean, somebody dreaming that they're dying, that's fuck. I've also watched oh. the Place Beyond the Pines director's commentary two or three times by now. Whereas I've only oh, okay, had okay. our conversations the once, you know? We didn't have yesterday's conversation two or three times. We had it once. There Uh-oh. you go. What, what has happened? Can you, can you still hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. My screens went black. And then I didn't know a bit more about... No, what was that sound? Fuck. I still can't see my screens. Ah! <laughs> We're having some major technical difficulty, guys. Sorry about that. Oh man, yeah, I, I I think it's freezing too. Ah! <laughs> when when all fa- when all else fails, scream like a muppet. Jeez, ah jeez, ah jeez. Oh fucking fruit salad! Oh no. <laughs> I actually don't know what to do to fix this. What if you tried restarting? And then we could just edit them together. Uh because I don't know if it's gonna save because I don't know how to Oh no. I don't know how to end this recording. Oh fuck. Can't I save it? No, I'm not the one recording. Uh... Okay, how about this? Yeah. We wrap up the show. Okay. And then I figure out how to fix this. <laughs> okay, okay. Because we've been going on for a bit. Okay, yeah, it's going to be an hour anyway soon. Okay. Yeah, uh, close enough. Okay, uh, so I'll just outro us, uh, I guess. Uh, well, do you want to know what we're watching next week? Oh my god, yes, of course I do. What I'm watching. <laughs> yes, what am I watching? Give it to me. One second, I got to find my notes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> don't, don't shut down, don't shut down. Okay, I've got it. Yeah. Luckily, these notes are in my phone, not on my computer. Okay. All right, so next week, we will be talking about a film from last year. Ooh. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh. It was on my top 10 that year. Ah! I am building up as much suspense as possible to bring up the movie Palm Springs. I've already seen it. <laughs> oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when did you see it? Uh, when I was kind of just doing a whole bunch of playing catch up with all the movies that you guys saw. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you saw that? I did. We could have talked about it. You don't remember, remember? I don't remember. 
All right, delete next on the list. Yeah, give me another one. Give me another one. <laughs> Speed round. Okay. The movie we're going to watch next week is a movie from last year. Okay. It's a movie I enjoyed quite a bit. <laughs> it was on my top 10. Okay. It is... <laughs> I'm sorry, I find the fact that I was able to use the exact same setup twice hilarious. Like it's not that it's not that funny, but I'm loving it. I'm dying. <laughs> Anyways, did you watch Blood Quantum? No, I didn't. I did oh, not. Fuck yeah, we're gonna be watching the Canadian film Blood Quantum. Yes, I'm so down. Plot twist: I'm the one bringing up a horror movie, not you. Yeah. Turn of events. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as I'd like to continue, I'm really scared that something's going to happen and this thing's going to glitch out. So with that being said, unfortunately, I'm going to have to sign you guys off. Uh, Norton, where can they find you? Never mind. I'll tell you where you can find him. You can find him on Instagram at the Greg Norton. You can also find him on YouTube. He puts out very awesome videos every second Thursday or every Thursday. I always forget. Every second. But nonetheless. Every second Thursday, you got to go check them out. This week, I'm talking about Mission Impossible. This week, he's talking about Mission Impossible, and I'm sure it's going to be a stellar video. Unless my computer's fucked up and I can't edit it. I really hope it's not effed up. Me too. Yes. Uh, also, I know I always forget that you also have a Twitter, and it's also the Greg Norton. Yes. Okay, you can also follow him on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Go support the guy, all at the Greg Norton. Enough about me. What about you? As for me, you can follow me on Instagram at Anthony with Keith. Uh, I do art. It's pretty cool. Um, I like I, it. And yeah, he likes it. Um, so yeah, come support us. But we also have a Twitter and email for the Pop Culture To Do podcast. Anywhere, either Twitter, email, check us out. Send us something. Send us some recommendations. We always love hearing uh, what you got to say. And with all of that out of the way, thank you so much as always for listening. And we will meet again next week. Ta-ta for now. Have a good one. Have a good one. Keep squeezy. Yeah. <laughs>